what's up listeners welcome to another episode of wow i can talk now the podcast this pod uh we're gonna talk a little bit about the blue jays to start and then uh, the toronto maple leafs once again a first round exit like i want to be angry but i'm just mostly disappointed anyway i'm gonna get more into that in, in the podcast so so for the Baby Jays, um, they came back from a really tough series against the Rays to win uh, the first two against the Yankees. Uh, the first one to break their six-game losing streak, of course, and the second one with Alec Manoa coming up and debuting with seven strikeouts, seven innings, um, only two base on balls, and like a really, really good outing overall. Like whatever stats you want to throw out there, whatever um, eye tests you want to do, like the metrics for that, he was a stud. And that's good because we need guys to backfill in whenever like we have injuries, right? This is this is what's going to separate uh, our team, like uh, from the bottom, like where the Orioles are, and the top to where like the Rays and Yankees are. This is what's going to separate us from from the pack, from the back of the pack, is how well we can backfill uh, our pitchers because our hitting. It seems we can do that pretty well, especially with Austin Martin, some of those guys waiting in the wings, but the pitching uh, has been hit with injuries all year and we need to backfill uh, or we need to find some ways to trade guys in and out so also um, a big point for the Blue Jays Vladdy now leads the home run race and the RBI race and the net war race in the league so that's pretty dope love Vladdy and also Poe he's been hitting real good Teo it's real nice real nice to see the young guys get some big hits so Leafs and Habs series game four Dermot and Brooks are in uh, supporting defense to make up for forward deficiency, and we need to help Campbell with rebounds. Um, try to keep uh, Habs to the outside, you know, keep the 35-shot average there. Montreal will not drive the net. Montreal will not get more than two goals. That's how we win. Start the game. Um, Cali bear hug Simmons, and we'll let his jersey go. Lol. Um, Simmons with a beautiful pass, um, but fools everyone but Price. Very good chance. Um, Marner could have, sco- could have scored. Whatever. Uh, a lot of action for the Leafs in the Habs zone. Uh, just one shot on goal. Third line buzzes, but doesn't get a goal either. Um, but the Leafs PK is 10 for 10 in the series, so love that. And then Galchenyuk uh, allows Willie Styles to score four in four games. I love Willie um, scoring that in that clip. It's great. And then Galch obviously getting the assist is great. one nothing. Uh, good neutral zone D. Uh, Habs can't get an offensive flow in our zone, which is good. Um, Nylander scored the first four and four. Happen, hasn't happened since 1950. Sid Smith, uh, Leaf against the Habs, ironically. Uh, Morgan Riley being the MVP on offense and decent on defense. That's what we need him to do. And then Galchenyuk with a perfect pass through the defenseman's legs, puts it on Spezza's stick, stick, and finally puts it in um, after being stoned twice. So that's good. Um, Jack's still solid behind good defensiveness. And then JT. Um, Joe Thornton getting a goal from a stop and redirect to beat Price on the power play. 3 nothing. All the optimism in this game, it's just cool to look back on. Um, both 77s going at it, but Brooksy uh, is going to the box. Bad penalty, man. Come on. Um, end of the second, uh, still 2 uh, nothing. Pretty good. Um, Got to keep more uh, than two out of our end, so... Uh, need a good break breakouts in order for getting hammed into the zone and, you know, end up losing the game because of that. So, for sustained pressure for Montreal, you know, good shot from Anderson, but Campbell's all stopped all 30 shots, so it's all good. 
<laughs> Dominic Ducharme full price with five minutes left. Oh my goodness, they're desperate for one. They need three, but you know we only need one. Let's go. And then Gelchenia gets one himself. The greatest playoff game of his career against the team that brought him into the league. Kerfoot passes to him, and then he had a good goal for nothing. And that's it. Jack gets his first playoff shutout. The Leafs scored uh, guys other than Matthews and Marner. Hopefully it doesn't become a problem. Wink. Um, Habs are on the brink and can't score. Yikes. Leafs lead 3-1. Got to win in five, boys. Ooh, yikes. So game five, big game for Leafs. All momentum's on our side. But the Habs are back against the wall. So the desperate teams are most dangerous. Tavares is skating shooting today. Very good progress. Galch gets the first shot. Um, Morgan got the rebound, though, and is sitting in the crease. Love that. Best get chance of the game so far. Wayne Simmons hits the crossbar just on the side of the goal. So, And then Joel Armia caught a snapping in Arizona, one nothing. Um, all the first liners had good opportunities to score. You know, getting one before they are. You know, have to. Another one. Cheap from Dirty from Perry, 2 nothing. Oh, come on. Come on, boys. Let's get it going here. Let's get, this, get the goals going. Um, Jack's look, Jack looks focused still. And Willie with amazing patience and a good shot, but Price came out hot with that one. And another one. <sighs> Only two goals scored on us, and we're buzzing. Come on. we got to get one here. Uh, way better offense at the start of the period. And then bad turnover by Sandine. Mental lapse allows KK to score. 3 nothing Montreal. Finally, 6-3-2, we get one from Hyman. Yes, 3-1. Almost passed by Willie, um, but whatever. TT uh, almost had his first, but Campbell sh shoulder shrugs it. D getting involved, um, but getting stoned every time from, of course, Gary Price. 0-1-14, wow. That's wow. I can't believe the uh, Habs power play was so bad in the start. Jack's still active. Uh, first PP, let's go. And Jake Muzzin, injured last year, gets the biggest goal of the game, 3-2. Let's go. Um, Muzz with a quick tie, quick tip to tie the game, you know, just sliding in and then pew, tips it in to tie the game, 3-3. Let's go. And big assist from Willie, six points in five games. Love that. Um, weird play from Dan Owen Matthews. And then Mickey, oh, had the best chances of, of his playoff career and the best chance of this series to put it away right in front of the net and it just hops over his stick. <sighs> Going overtime. Yeah, yes. Here we go. No, a bad turnover at the line. Oh, no. He's going all the way. Pass, pass. Of course, Suzuki scores. 4-3. Montreal win. And we still lead the series, but this, the momentum's starting to turn against us here. Game six, Dermot's in. Uh, Sandine, Tavares, and Felino out. Yikes. First crowd at a Canadian sporting event since March 11th, 2020. So um, the Habs are definitely getting a, a boost from the fans tonight. Keith and the Leafs have to keep their cool. And the Habs have to feed off the crowd early. Crowd is singing the national anthem. I love that. Um, good uh, way to welcome the fans back. Um, Jack was tested early, uh, but got them both. Energetic Habs just buzzing in their zone. You know, should have been expected. Um, and then, you know, the Jack comes up big, but the Leafs D just hasn't been on. They've only been on offensive flow, just been shitty D in front of them. So, end of first 0-0. And a 9-2 goal advantage for the Leafs in the second periods. I don't know if that's going to continue, but we'll see. Cole hits the post for his biggest chance of the game. Uh, TT almost got one. Um, ah, oh, Muzz got hurt again. Come on. We can't do this. We can't be like this. We can't just choke like this. Habs outplay us in this period. 
end of second. And then Corey Perry scores the first Habs power play goal of the series. Fans goes nuts. Keith challenged it. Unsuccessful. I would have challenged it too. I was yelling at the screen to for Keith to challenge it. Um, get a penalty, of course. And then on that penalty, Marner chokes, just straight up chokes and throws the puck over the glass. You know, it's one of five that he's had in, in playoff his playoff career, so not good. Five on three power play for them, and then they get a goal because, you know, TT finally scores because, you know, there's only three guys on the ice. And then Spezza scores, make it 2-1. TJ gets the equalizer, make it 2-2. Believe me, I wasn't this uh, excited when I was watching it. I was like, I, I thought from the start of the game that they were going to lose just because of the fans and all that. Um, before, I was wondering how long Jack Campbell stay in the net. I guess the end of the period, I guess. You know, they don't need to pull him out in order to get an equalizer. Um, and another uh, disappointing disappointment um, as the... Uh, Habs score in overtime and it was Suzuki and 3-3 series tied you know 0-7 now in elimination games since 2013 so hope for game 7 hope and pray game 7 wasn't out top guys Mitch Austin Willie Jason and Joe have to get on be on the games early and often tonight have to believe they'll somewhat that the Leafs will somehow find a way to win Hope that the festivities and place for fans to watch it outside. The rest of Canada can see it. No, they didn't. Stupid guys. Um, Jack's got to stay hot. Here we go. Dangerous opportunities to score on both sides. Shoot, shoot, shoot to score. Good shots by Hall early. And the Greybeard's buzzing. Um, here comes the big line. And, of course, they don't score. Um, but a big block by Morgan and defense from Hyman. 57% of the teams that score, I found this on the broadcast, um, win game seven. Um, so there you go. Uh, best chance for the Leafs. Uh, Morgan tries to score five hole, but nah. Sandine has slick defensive play, so Jack doesn't have to. And then Marner missed a good chance. 0 0 at the end of first. And then Galley gets his first of the series. Then assist from Stahl, 1 0 Montreal. And Zach came off the bench and tried to get one in, but Price saw it all the way. And then again, Zach almost scores. Riley can't score in traffic. It looks like Carey's in trouble right now, but we'll see. Um, Willie doing great back checking. You know, he's just trying to do everything he can to help the team win. Habs are hungry and got the team the wide open net, but just missed it. Um, Austin hit the post. Mitch and TJ stoned again. Fuck. 2 nothing from Perry on the power play. Big pressure play at the end of second, and the leads to a power play in the third. 2 nothing in the end of two. And then nothing on the power play. Just absolutely just takes the air out of the balloon because we really needed that power play to really just get our offense going and get it pumping but it didn't happen neutral zone has been a nightmare for us all night um leaf nations in the building still behind the buds so it's good um carrie price proving they still the best goalie though zach hyman robbed again power play went limp at bad times here uh jack leaves the net with three minutes it looks like we almost got one, and the big scrum needed to get a goal, but just didn't get it. And then they threw it down the ice and went 3 nothing for, and then that was it. Like, once it hit 3 nothing, it was just hands in the face and just uh, curses and just unbelievable disappointment. For the fourth straight Game 7 loss. Three against Boston, and then, no, this one against Montreal. <sighs> and then Willie gets one. Yeah, thanks, but it's probably too late now. 3-1, that's how it'll end. 
deja blue for the Leafs. Honestly, anger doesn't even begin to describe it. Like, it's disappointment, it's frustration, upset stomach feeling, all in one. Um, the Leafs just had a real good opportunity, right, with the North, right, with being first and all that, to really at least go to the second round, maybe in the third round and see how it goes from there. But they just had all the opportunities and just didn't want to take it until the last possible moment. The last possible moment, just the Habs just strangled them out. Because the Habs, like, they played the same way the whole series. This is what I can't understand. They played the same way the whole series. We crushed them in the first little bit when John first got injured. And then after a little bit, like, that effect wore off and it looked like we were just going out there to just, you know, practice against them. It's like it was practice. It's like, no, guys. Like, the the big guys, they didn't score enough. Um, other than Willie, other than Jason, other than Joe, because they have uh, excuses or they produced enough. The big guys uh, with Mitch and Austin did not produce enough once again to justify a good um, season overall. Like, even though Matthews won the Rocket for the first time for the Leaf in a while, and Mitch, you know, would have had a whatever point season if it was 82, it just does is doesn't matter, it seems, in the playoffs. Like, 16-17... <laughs> We were beat by a better team. I can definitely see that. 17-18, again, beaten by a better team. 19 is where it started to go, wait, you had all these opportunities and then you didn't do it. 20, like against Columbus in the qualifying round, we had two opportunities, golden opportunities, in Game 4 when we won, right, and then Game 5 when we didn't do anything. Game 5 is really when we could have just absolutely stomped them out. But we didn't. And then we traded for their captain. You know, we got Riley Nash, and we didn't end up winning this year either. You know? It's it's not just the outside parts now. Like, you, like for those few years, for 16, 17, 18, 19, all those, they were, most of the problem was that the outside parts or the parts that were the middle of the team, the uh, two, third line, fourth line, and subsequent lines on defense seemed like it was the problem but now it seems like it's the core the core seems like it's rotten now and it's going to be a very tough off season um you know have to change a major part you know or at least in this off season or at least three months to the start after the start of the season because i would imagine that the leafs management would want to change something quickly to try to placate the fans and look like they're doing something but I think it may not happen until we get into the season and see how the Atlantic Division is shaking out. Um, because if they're top of the Atlantic or in that top three, they'll probably find a way to not do anything. But honestly, um, they can't go too too much longer with this. Like they have to trade someone in the core, probably Mitch for uh, Jack Eichel or something like that. That's starting now and it's not stopping until ever really. And they, they had a chance to, you know, go move on and avoid all these conversations because if they went to the next round, like Mitch wouldn't need to be traded, Austin wouldn't need to be traded, we wouldn't need to do anything. But guess what? Since we failed, we have to make a better plan next time or we have to look back and see what this plan has brought us, the Shanna plan, we'll see how this, what, it has, what has it brought us, really. What has it brought us? Just the same old nonsense that Harold Ballard's did. Just make it to the playoffs, just 
go as far as you can go and then whatever like it just seems like a similar strategy even though it had the good and in, good intentions going into it just seems like most of the main decisions have not worked out either with coaching with Babcock with the signing of Patrick Marlowe with the absolutely crazy contracts of Austin and Mitch and you know um it's just it's just crazy it's just crazy because now we can't I don't know if we're going to be able to sign Zach or Freddie or who we're going to protect or be able to draft and this and that so it's going to be a tough off season a tough off season but um that'll be for the lease management to decide for me um I'll just focus on the Raptors mainly you know focus on the Blue Jays of course for main content and for some analysis I may do analysis on the Raptors too but yeah definitely focusing on those two teams um the Argos when they come back um so definitely got content coming on the way um just gonna you know just take a little break to you know just get through this and to get some more content up thank you for listening um if you made it this far you're definitely the mvp um probably not a probably a leaf fan as well you know if you're not then you're probably a little bit of a a sicko but that's fine you know uh, i don't i don't mind um a little bit sick in the head myself so thank you for watching or listening um thank you for supporting um the leafs and all this um hopefully we'll have a good season next year but moving on for now i will end this pot on a good note though um nav aka the super fan for the raptors became the first fan to get inducted in the basketball hall of fame um very cool for him um but also very deserved because he's given so much uh to the raptors either you know by support and by um his charitable uh giving out tickets and letting some other people go and you know so, uh, stuff that helped form the raptors community and form the rich um diverse community that we have and that i'm proud of definitely um and i hope that nav is proud of as well and it's very good for him and very good for the raptors also phil winning the pga championship the oldest to do so um beating uh, old tom morse in 1867 open and Foros at the 68, 1968 Open. So definitely history made uh, from Phil. Uh, shout out. Um, age is definitely but a number. Um, so definitely a good in, um, inspiration to older people to, you know, so some of their side projects and some of the projects that they may think they're too old for, you know, may uh, allow them to pick it up and believe that they can, you know, do a little bit of that. So any um, inspiration for them is good.